Hello everyone, this is Noble again, back for another podcast episode. This is a really special one. Um, I'm feeling really good about it. I feel like uh, this is a different dynamic and a different um, situation to bring to the podcast. Um, I'm going to have a very special guest with me this time. Uh, Her name is Nina. Say hello to the people, Nina. Hey y'all, what's up? (laughs) Nina is... um, a friend of mine, um, I would consider her a girlfriend. Is that okay to say? Is that fair? Um, you know, I always allow you to call me whatever you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. yeah. But we're really more of an um, intimate friend. Um, we are, you know, we have a really good vibe together, I believe. We, we hang out and have a lot of fun. Conversations are usually pretty dope. Um... Yeah, I feel like we tend to have a really good flow. When we go out, we have fun. You know, we hold hands, stuff like that. So I think we do have a bit of a little bit of an intimate relationship. Uh, it's just not a sexual, sexually intimate relationship that most people would consider. Um, I agree with that. That was a very good definition. And um, I would say that at this point in my life, you know... I am definitely like exploring different ways to connect with people without having to like center uh, sex um, because I I do value community and mm-hmm. building with people and you know um, I just I think it's important you know to support people emotionally and to be involved in people's life I think community is very important um, but but yeah like I'm. I've, I've been celibate for like six months, something mm-hmm. like that, or abstinent. I don't know which is the correct term for that. And mm-hmm. but at the same time, like definitely like meeting lots of people, talking to people more, and right. you know inviting people into my life, being part of other people's life, and and really excited about different connections and different things that I can do with different people. And you are very special to me, definitely like you are very unique um we have a unique bond we have so much fun together i agree um i always tell noble like every time he's sagittarius i'm like every time god puts a sagittarius in my life it's a blessing because <laughs> sagittarius is ruled by the planet jupiter and that is it's actually literally the planet of like good fortune optimism uh. abundance and like he, he's that kind of a light like just a sweetheart and we we do have like a lot of fun Oh, so thank it's you. great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nina. I appreciate um, you saying that. Um, I definitely agree. I think we always have a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you did mention something kind of interesting there, that you've been celibate for about six months. Is there a reason you've done that, or a reason you're... What's the what's your reasoning behind that? It's just like you get into yourself, want to know yourself more. Other people's energy was just like, get on your nerves. Like, what was your... Yeah, so, you know... Um... I, I think that um, definitely, and Noble is going to tell the story about how we met, but we met at like a school for love or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a deep interest in, you know, why people connect intimately and, you know, how the masculine and feminine interact with each other. So I just, I'm just very like, I, you know, um... I just examined those dynamics in my own life and I I was with a guy for like a year and a half and it was really intense and I liked that relationship and that one was sexual and then after he and I separated 
I don't know. I just didn't feel like jumping into anything else or doing anything else too because um, I don't know. That's like an intense connection for me, and I feel like it clouds some things. And mm-hmm. there's like there can be like controlling dynamics with that if it's a very like masculine man. Like the man is typically controlling. Like you tend to attract a controlling. I do. I attract very dominant men. I love very dominant men. Very mm-hmm. alpha type individuals. And um, I can be like, you know, very devoted and feminine and kind of like submissive to that energy. And um, I just, but I felt like sometimes like it wasn't getting very deep emotionally or maybe I wasn't feeling very heard or something Mm. like that. Or I don't know, like there were just, I don't know. You didn't really feel respected. Yeah, sometimes I wasn't even feeling respected. So I'm kind of, so so now like I'm more just like, well, let's, you know, can you show me something besides some dick? Is there something else that you could think of for us to do? Not to say that that that's what it was with the last person. He was a sweetheart, you know, and he did a, you know, there were other aspects to that relationship too. But just knowing how deep I get when I'm with somebody sexually, I would just rather like really just wait and really vet somebody and it will have to it has to be like a very specific type of bond in a dynamic and I'm also monogamous sexually is what I found Mm -hmm. out so I can build with a lot of people and have like some deep friendships but if I'm gonna have sex with somebody I'm just gonna have sex with that one person right so I'm just chilling and I'm fine and so you prefer sexual exclusivity yeah and um but you're okay to have intimate friendships, like people you talk to, hang out, maybe some more emotional connections. But if you're going to be physically intimate, you want that to be with just one person at a time. Yeah. Now, I have noticed you tend to fall pretty hard when you're like in it. You're like, you'd be really in it. Yeah. And hierarchical too. So, you know, I think I did entertain being polyamorous, but I felt like it wasn't even fair to the people I was dealing with because mm. like I, I had like a clear favorite you know <laughs> always and then everybody else would just kind of like you know what I'm saying like it wasn't I didn't feel like that I didn't like doing that to people you mm. know what I'm saying and I know men do that and they, I don't think they mind like they'll be like this one is my wife this is my girlfriend This, then I got my hoes these ones on the bench <laughs> I got these concubines you know and, and what's funny is I feel like men wouldn't mind playing that role like a man probably wouldn't even mind playing just a concubine role for you and yeah that's your husband I ain't finna interfere with that like men would probably be less messy but like internally me looking out I was like man this is I don't I just didn't like doing that to people Mm. yeah do you feel like you were like deprioritizing somebody as a person by not not having them as your number one or like cause like I'll be honest like for me I'm I'm actually kind of that way Mm. like the way I set my system up is like I look at my women like, all right, they say if I have a basketball team, right? Yeah. And I got like a starting five. That's like my inner circle, right? And then yeah. I'm going to have a few people maybe on the bench, and I may have some people in, in the D League. Wow. Right? Hear me out. Mm. Now, um, the starting five, there's still going to be like somebody who's like the Jordan of the team. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like who's like the main person that like I'm really doing the most with, right? Yeah. But then it's also going to be somebody who's like a Scotty, who's like really like complimentary to what I'm trying to do. There's going to be somebody who's like a Rodman, like you got to have your wild card, but like get stuff done, you know what I'm saying? It's very useful. And um, I structure it into a system of where nobody's more important than the other. And I love everybody equally, 
Uh, it's just that I'm doing more with some people than others, and I'm trying to build more with some people than others. Some people are just there to like kind of help benefit my life in terms of my emotional needs, uh, physical needs, mental stimulation needs, whatever. But in terms of like who I'm structuring my life with, it's primarily with like whoever will, will fall into like the starting five category. Okay. Because I feel like that's a good number um, to have people that are like, really close to you that you're really building with. In varying degrees, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because um, I'm not married myself yet. I don't have a wife. I don't have any kids. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm trying to get there, but like I, I had to shift focus to primarily being about my business right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So do you feel like the way you were doing it, or the way it kind of fell in love with you, it was like kind of disrespectful to the other people? If you, because like you were really like head over heels for like the main one, or yeah, and um. Okay, so first of all, if you can find women that are okay with that, then more power to you because (laughs) I have been in somebody's like little sphere and I could see how some women, you know, they were having certain privileges that I didn't have and I feel like they Mm. were flaunting it. Privileges like what? Like, okay, I was dating this one guy who dated a lot of other women and like, so he would take this one on a trip, Mm. you know, like to you know different cities and stuff and they're going on vacation together and having fun and then you know like women will be pulling rank on you and stuff and i was like i was like listen little ho i don't even want to do all that shit with him anyway but the fact that they you know feel some kind of way like because they're like at higher rank like i didn't like that and then that they're showing that to other people that you might be mutually friends with i was like Listen, little bitch. I don't even want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're understudy, ho. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was an uncomfortable energy. And then, um, but but then too, like, so I don't like living with people. I don't want to have kids. So it's like, Mm -hmm. for me to really like have these clearly defined roles where even if I'm building with somebody sexually like that person is like it's basically just like a really good friend that I have sex with Mm -hmm. so it's like you know it's like having a best friend and then having acquaintances that I have sex with so it's like it's not even I don't know I feel you because I feel like there should be a clear um, delineation Mm -hmm. but like I don't think anybody should be put a rake over one another you know what I'm saying they be doing I I don't know if people are mature enough to not do it Really? Don't think so? Or maybe that's just how I was perceiving it. But I really mm-hmm. felt like people were... I felt like there was a lot of games being played. And mm-hmm. maybe even not by those women, but like other people were commenting. And they were like, look what he's doing with her. And you talking was, about like online or people would come up to you and say these stuff? People would say stuff to me in person and on the mm-hmm. phone and stuff like... And and um and even like talk to me as if I was in a competition and they were like, Oh, so and so's winning. <laughs> Real talk. Wow. Real okay. talk. Like so it was just really like it was silly. Now the the person you were dating, did, did you feel like they had a real um, system or like a real way of letting all of his girls know what was what? Or they were just kind of doing whatever? Like how did you feel about how the, the man you were involved with was handling things? I felt like that person was feeling like they were some sort of a king of life and they were just getting what they could get and they were Mm. just very much like having a big ego about it and I don't feel like, you know, I don't really feel like it was really nothing that we were doing that was so important, you know, like, so they really couldn't contribute to me because I'm like, you know, is this person paying bills? No. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, like, man, I was over that. 
Right. Yeah, so. I get that. One thing I try to do with my ladies and everybody that I'm, like, connected with in any type of way is to be be of service some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not trying to be with me directly, like, I want to help you find the right relationship for you and, like, and support you in some type of way with that. Like, I want to find some way to add and benefit to your life, you know, know, beyond the sexual aspect. You know, to where the sexual aspect is like a a bonus or or like a cherry on top of everything that we're doing together. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But then that kind of makes it to a point where it's like, yeah, I'm going to do things for you, but I can only do so much based on where I'm at. Yeah. You know, and I think everybody tends to understand that in terms Mm. of, you know... Um, the support I'm able to give you know, my partners or whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's real because I do the same thing. Like, you know, I just, like, I just try to, I just try to, sh- you know, show love. Like, and one of my love languages, I like to give gifts and I like to receive gifts. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if, you know, you know, if a person is giving me gifts and, you know, like, there's like good communication and, you know, I feel like looped in with their life. And like we have like a good rhythm, then all that is good, you know. But you know, once you start feeling like an afterthought, you know, right. you ain't getting no presents. It's like you know what, <laughs> you know what, it just don't even seem. Yeah. I don't know if you ain't feeling it, she ain't feeling it. Right. So I don't know. Sometimes I could just be spiritual with that too, and just be like, I'm just really waiting until I just really feel it, and I feel like you know pulled in a direction of something. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like like I was saying, like even not not looking at the sexual relationships, but just like all the relationships that you have with human beings on Earth, because I feel like it's impossible to be alone on a planet with seven billion people, and I'm never alone. Like I'm always surrounded by you know people, you know, and like um, so like how do you communicate with your coworkers? Like how deep do y'all get? Are do you have to be fake at work, or have mm-hmm. you? Are you, have you, like, developed a way to really, like, be yourself, share yourself, be comfortable everywhere you are? Like, do you ignore people in a gym? Like, you know, because this is a big city, so there's a lot of people looking through each other and really, like, being in their own space. Um, and I feel like that can contribute to loneliness. But, you know, I was just living in a really small town in Arizona, and I just noticed that people were speaking to me constantly, and they were just seeing me constantly and looking at me. And I'm trying to bring that back here. So now, you know, I already have a gym membership here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I just be in everybody's face. <laughs> and I just be talking to everybody at the gym. Uh-huh. And when I tell you people appreciate that shit, because I don't know how we got this way in big cities, New York, Atlanta, ignoring each other, not being afraid to speak to each other. But when, when you're, like, you know, brave enough to, like, tap somebody in and just have a little small talk with them. Like, what you working on today? Lower body? Okay. How do you do that lift? You know, like people, they re- they be so happy. Like, oh, somebody saw me. You know, oh, like okay. people are talking to me. So yeah, that's that's just what I've been doing. Right. Like, you so know. you feel like that was um, a positive experience? Like, you, you're a travel. What was your, what's your job? Like, are you? I'm a travel health professional specifically. Okay. I work in the lab. Yeah. Right. And you were in Arizona and some uh, some other places, or were you just in Arizona? Before? I was working in Prescott, Arizona. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were um, did a lot of posts on the gram. Like, you did been through a, a massive transformation. Like, you're you know you got your body looking great. You've been hiking a lot or whatnot uh, you've been you know put a lot of focus on like your just your health and like for yourself like really what makes you feel good yeah right um how was that like being there and 
Arizona like how was your transformation yes so that is definitely one of my biggest interests in life and I guess Mm -hmm. I'm on a good leg of it I'm doing well right now Mm -hmm. but I've been dieting since I was like 14 years old on and off yeah and also like working out and being into like health and fitness it's just it slips sometimes and if you look at statistics they say that something like 95% of people's diets fail and it's because you can't really just be on a diet and then go off a diet like you you know like right now I'm I'm maintaining my weight I don't worry as much about like oh I need to lose 30 pounds it's like let me keep it where it is that is just as much work as it is to take it off it's still calorie counting it's still working out constantly so just you know it looks like a transformation but sometimes I was just so you know doing so much other things in life I just like it was just an aspect of my life that I wasn't able to focus on Mm. and since I prioritized it and I feel like I'm back on track and back at a weight that I like yeah I enjoy the fuck out of it it just it feels amazing I love it so much it's definitely a challenge every day and it takes a lot of time and energy Mm. yeah and when I say transformation like I've always thought you were very pretty to me you know what I'm saying like I just feel like you've done something with your body that I've never seen somebody do in real life that I met that I know you know what you I'm never saw nobody lose weight before not in the way that you have no oh wow because like you have really turned yourself into like you were like a very attractive woman I felt already you were just kind of thicker but mm-hmm. you turned yourself into like more of like a you built like an athletic type of body but you were already yeah. kind of strong yeah because you're like how tall are you like 5 10 like, I'm 5 11 and I guess right now I'm like 175 so you're right I lost like 60 pounds last year yeah um there were other times in my life where I was able to hit like 155 160, you know so I, mm-hmm. I've been small before I've been lean before mm-hmm. but like that thing will go up so fast like you mm-hmm. if you don't pay attention to it I feel like men are able to stay lean easier than women but if you, really? if, yeah, I can, I can kind of see that a little bit just in terms of how we process. And in our community, in the black community, um, you don't think so? Mm. You be seeing big men. I be feeling like the women be getting. Oh no, my dad's kind of big. He got a big belly, uh, so like that kind of warps my perception a little bit. Okay. Because ever since I've known him, he's kind of had like this, this kind of gut. Um, I've seen pictures of him without it before. You know, me and my brothers and sisters were born. Mm-hmm. Um, I look a lot like my dad, and that's why I've always wanted to kind of be on top of my weight, because I knew what I would look like. You know, it's all going, if I do gain weight, it's all going to my stomach, like mm. 100%. Like, I know it's going to be just like him. Um, so I've been kind of, like, I'm up, to, I'm a little over 200 right now, okay. pounds, and that's like heavier than I've ever been in my life. I feel like you do good, though, because like, when I met you, you were muscular, and I feel like I, I've never seen you be fat. Like, you always have, like, a lot of muscle. Like, I feel like, yeah, you have, like, a really nice body. Thank you. And you seem hard, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know what you call it. I guess, I guess that's muscle. Like, you're not soft, you know, like. Yeah, I try not to be. <laughs> you seem fit. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, I, I'm not as fit as I want to be, but I am, I mean, close. Okay. Uh, but I do remember, like, when I met you, you were wearing, it was this dress. I want to say it was white, but I'm not 100% sure. I just know you were leaning against the wall, music were playing, and it was like your eyes just like pulled me over. Like Nina has these like these big, beautiful, like anime character, cute eyes. I don't know, it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how adorable you be looking sometimes. And um, 
I thought we got along really well when we first met. Like, I thought we had a really good, um, had a really good vibe, and I just knew, like, you know, um, you were somebody I was going to be friends with, at the minimum. Thank you. And it, and it was very natural, and it was instant, and I think that, like, that's, that's something that I probably need to kind of, like, remember, because, you know, sometimes you'll be attracted to somebody, and you'll, you'll just want to, like, you know, interact with them and build something with them. But it, don't it seem like the best relationships, it's just natural and it's not even, like, it just, it just flows. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, one of the reasons why I'm polyamorous is so I can, like, have the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially since I don't put a lot of um, emphasis on the sex world relationship. It lets me do that because I have multiple partners. So then when I'm with you, like, I'm not just a horn dog all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. um, So, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I kind of function the way I function. Yeah. And and you know what? I actually do like that because I'll meet men who, like, I like a lot. And sometimes, like, they'll have wives and they're very weird about it. They'll have like, wives? Yeah, like they're married. Like multiple? Or no, they'll have a wife. Okay, okay. And they'll mention, they, like they, like my, I had a trainer, he, he was always mentioning it. He was like, yeah, but I have a wife, I have a wife. It was kind of almost like he was like putting up a barrier and like trying to remind me and every, trying to remind himself. Don't be nice to me. Right! I'm like, thanks, so you can't have, you can't, you can't have single woman friends then, right? So we can't be cool. Like I'll just never get to, like we won't be able to kick it. But he was no. like, we had a natural energy and a sweet energy and such a cool vibe but like he had to he had to put that that you know that gate up that fence up you know so i hope she's everything to you then (laughs) lord have mercy yeah (laughs) i couldn't i don't think i could do that personally like i just have a really hard time like now that i've experienced like love and freedom in a certain way like i don't think i could go back to doing that you know what i'm saying like Mm. that type of repression Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think discipline is good to have when it comes to relating. So that's like, because no, discipline is when your your higher desires rule your lower desires. Mm-hmm. But repression is like when you actually really want to talk to somebody else and really want to do something else, but then you like you force yourself not to do it mm-hmm. to like sacrifice for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, like a cage. They turn that thing into a cage. Yeah, marriage can be. They can be a cage for a lot of people. I think. Yeah. I don't think it will be when I eventually get married or yeah. do that or have kids. Because um, one thing too, like I'm very open with my partners being able to have other partners. Like I really want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they want it, like I'm very supportive of them, like doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of grew up listening to women talk about dudes <laughs> for the most part. So mm-hmm. like it doesn't even bother me when my partners tell me about their other uh, relationships. Most of them do. So, let's talk about relationship goals. Do you have any relationship goals? Is that something that you're really interested in? Is that something that you're, like, wanting for the future? Or are you really just just good being having friendships right now? Okay, so I was about to start talking about friendships again when you said relationship goals. Okay. Oh, so, like, um, like, I was telling you, um, I have a, I have a, I'm going to a, um, an adult summer camp later on in oh, august an adult summer camp? yeah it's called woodstock fruit festival and okay. so i'm just looking forward to like you know making friends with the people there and mm-hmm. having a great time and staying in touch afterward 
Um, And then also I have started traveling for my job. And so it'll probably be typical for me to, you know, live in a place for three months and then leave. And so that's a unique challenge as far as um, Mm -hmm. dating. I met like three people that I wanted to date when I was in Arizona, but like, I was like, but I'm leaving in five weeks. Like I'm, mm. I'm not going to fuck you. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you not know, going on that emotional roller coaster. Man, no. <laughs> man, no. So I could be heartbroken. Plus I don't like to do long, like long distance. So that I do have to kind of figure out like how to navigate, like, cause I do love men. I do love men. Mm-hmm. Um, but am I going to be a nun for the rest of my life? Hmm, interesting. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's, it's challenging to, mm-hmm. you know, if you're moving around all the time and you don't want to live with anybody and you don't even want, I don't even want people to like, it, like if I live in a different state, I don't want anyone to come and stay with me for a few days because mm-hmm. that's too much for me. <laughs> I don't like that. Like right okay. now I'm fostering a cat um, because I don't like to take care of animals forever either, but I do oh. like them sometimes. And I'm really tired of that cat. And I'm, it's only been <laughs> it's only been five days. But they told me like, yeah, keep her for two weeks. And I'm like, mm, are you guys sure? Like, is one week okay? Because that cat is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. But um, I mean, I like. But I, you know what I like? I do like uh, the feeling of being in love. I do like um, to be attracted to a man. Um, so what I've been doing, um, oh, I also discovered, and this might be like just a compensation is I like to be around like extreme and intense masculine energy. So I like to be places where very masculine and young men are doing very masculine things. And I discovered that when I was at a rock concert and we were moshing and it was all these like young boys Uh with no shirts and, uh, And like like pushing each other and like fake fighting and they were pushing me and I was pushing them. We were jumping into each other and hitting each other and people were falling on the ground. It's like it's like this chaotic like mashup of just like violence and just like mm-hmm. aggression. And and I was like I was like oh my god I was like this is great like I need this. <laughs> I need to do this a lot. And that's why I like going to the gym a lot too. And since I do free weights, because often women are not in the free weight area. Mm-hmm. So it's just me and all these like sweaty guys and they're just like grunting, like lifting weights. And they're they're getting high off of like their own testosterone and the endorphins from working out. And then like they make sexual noises when they lift weights. So they're like, oh, oh. And then me too, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> So that's my life. <laughs> that's how I relate to other human beings. Okay. So creepy. <laughs> okay. Just in the corner, just feeding out the yes, air. Like a vampire. Yes. Just it up. Literally. Literally, <clears throat> I'm absorbing oh my gosh. masculine energy, but being in close proximity. And I love that shit so much. Uh-huh. And I talk to them now, too. And I'm just waiting for one, you know, Maybe something will pop off, but you know, mm-hmm. I'll I'll vet the fuck out of it or whatever. Right. You know. So how are you gonna? How do you want to handle like a sexual relationship with someone? Because like, if you're gonna travel, right. traveling your job, you're only here there for like three months at a time, and you're going somewhere else exactly. until you like don't want to do that anymore. I literally have not figured that out yet. Because like, if you anybody you have sex with, it seems like you're just gonna 
be in love with. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to leave. Yes. And But you don't want them to follow you. No, God, no. You don't want them to really come visit you. No, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like... I know. You got to find somebody else where you wherever you go. Yeah, but... But you're not really... You, you can't really, like... I it, that would be too much. It'll be the turnaround there. Look, that, that yeah. yeah. Um, so what's funny is you would think ideal for me would be like friend with benefit type relationships. Right. But then like when people propose that to me, I'm like, oh, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so disrespectful, young man. So I don't know. That's what probably what I should be doing. It literally makes the most sense. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe do you, I will. Do you actually enjoy sex? Like, because not everybody. Like, how do you feel about the sexual connection that you tend to have? See, that's the thing. I only enjoy it sometimes with some people. Mm. What's you know what the factors involved that makes it enjoyable? That shit is a toss of the die. <laughs> it's just a flip of the coin. Yeah, like, man. Maybe. It's like winning lottery. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Most of the time, it's like, oh, hurry up. Okay. I don't like it. So with the people you have enjoyed it with, like, is there any common denominators? Man, no. That's just literally a blessing from the Lord that, okay. Okay. <laughs> that nothing I we actually... Can, nothing we can look at and, like, write down and try I to I don't think out. so. No. It'd be a, it'd be a whole surprise. Mm-hmm. That's why I used, to, I used to try people out. Man, I used to be terrible. Like, if they invited me on a date, I'd be like, but let's go ahead and see how the connection, the chemistry, before I go ahead and get too deep in. Yeah, before I invest my time. Right. Let's try to milk before I buy this cow. <laughs> because if that don't work out, then we're going to have to be friends. What you, right. You know what I mean? So what do you think is stop you now from doing the film benefits thing? Is it just because of... I'm probably still getting over the young, light-skinned Jamaican boy mm. who, you know, I stopped seeing about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, it, it's been so long since I have taken a break. I did back-to-back relationships, overlapping mm. relationships right. for probably over a decade. Right. You know, and, and I think that um, one commonly uh, repeated relationship advice is that you should take a break in between. I just never have, and I'm doing it now, mm-hmm. kind of accidentally because I had moved away. And I was in like a small town with no one, with no black people. Let me just go ahead and say that. Right. Um, so, so it was just easy to take a break there. And I'm like, hey, I'm not dying. Okay. I'm, yeah, like that's, yeah. So that's just new. And also just being, and also like I obsess over people who like I'm really into and having sex with. And then like that's, you know, that's all I'm going to want to, oh, we're so-and-so come over so it's like it has freed up emotional energy for me to build with people platonically and I feel like I want to see like how deep I can go with that like just being friends like that's a valuable connection and I don't feel like it's as praised I feel like our society kind of focuses more on the romantic story right and that's a new thing OMG I was reading or listening to Mary Mary Franklin's no Mary Shelton's Frankenstein is that you know what I'm talking about yeah that's an old book so it was probably written like 100 years ago maybe 150 years ago something like that in the you have got to check out the first two chapters so in it like this guy is writing a letter to his sister and he's basically telling her he's like he's he's working on a ship he's like a seaman or whatever a sailor and he's like he's like oh sister the only thing that I am missing 
is the companionship of a male friend. I wish I had a man to hold close to my bosom who I could share my story with. When I tell you the way he described having a male friend sounded like how y'all be talking about romantic relationships now, I was like, oh, niggas was gay back in the day. (laughs) I was like, everybody was gay. And I really think, I really think that like back in the day, like the whole like man woman thing was more of like a, like, okay, you gender roles, you take care of the kids, you manage the household, I get the money and men were into men. Like, like a procreation type of thing. Yeah, like I think that the other one was more procreation, but then like their friends who were men were like who they shared their emotions with, and that was like their real companion, and that's what they were close to. Man, when I tell you that thing was a, a love letter about how he wanted to meet a nigga and be best friends with a nigga. Mm. I was like, I feel like, especially in that time, um, it was kind of taboo for you to hang out or to spend a lot of time with the opposite mm. sex if you weren't married to them. Because mm. then, like, if you're hanging around a bunch of women, like, or then it's like you're sleeping with them and, like, you had a few of low quad character at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like, most men were with men because they felt like other men would understand their particular struggles that they're going through in the world. Mm-hmm. And women were with women. Like, you didn't see a lot of mingling up other than... You know, trying to flirt, get together. There weren't there weren't, there weren't a lot of friendships, I think, between the opposite sets. No, and these were like deep emotional brotherhoods, like right. for life. Like it was like a deep love. So like this whole thing now, where we're like you're trying to put that on a woman. I don't even feel like men. Most a lot of men even like that. I don't feel like they want to <laughs> relate to what. I really feel like they want to come over at night and have sex, and uh-huh. then they love their boys. They right. really, like, really, like, most, a lot of men that I have dealt with, mm. man, them, they love their their right. little men friends. Well, you, you deal with, like, a lot of masculine, like, type energy, like you were describing. And, like, most of those dudes are probably in, you know, football growing up, mm. probably playing basketball or baseball, mm-hmm. some, some sports mm-hmm. where they're around um, a lot of other dudes. Fraternity of men. Yeah, and there's a whole, there's a different type of camaraderie that goes with that. But yeah. I think a lot of men tend to lose that as we get older. Yeah, and then and then they have to seek majority of their emotional connection through women. But I, I swear that's a new thing. Mm. And I swear, like, it might even... So so I don't know which is better, for men to relate to men, you know? or And, what, and with women, too, because I hear a lot of women, they're like, I don't relate to women. But it's like, girl, that's toxic. Like, <laughs> I feel like... Why wouldn't you want to? Like, women... Uh, I could, girl, we going through the same thing. We got the same life. Like, right. I love, I love hanging out with women. I feel like hanging out, just for me personally. Um, me personally, hanging out with multi- more women is a way for me to grow. Mm. So I'm saying, like, there's a lot of um, growth in terms of my masculine presence mm. and how I cater to and handle the feminine, right? Okay. But I think when I'm around other men, it's a different, there's growth there also, but it's a different type of growth where it's more of a uh, goal-oriented, you know, success-driven type of challenging atmosphere where we're all challenged to do our best and to have our, you know, have what it is that we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a different type of growth energy. I think I find most that um, I mature spiritually um, more with women than I do with, with men. Okay. That's my personal opinion. Okay. Well, it's pro- probably if a person could do both, then that that would probably 
cause more growth then because then you have mm-hmm. you know that that variety and you know those two different types of energies mm-hmm. that you can benefit from who do you do you prefer being friends with men or women because I, I haven't heard you talk about too many women since I've known you that you're like yeah you know what when I was growing up I had a lot of women best friends and I, and my my cousin is kind of like a, a good friend of mine we used to be like best friends but mm-hmm. um she's married now we're, you know we're not as close um mm-hmm. yeah like I haven't you know I don't think that I've been very close to any women in the past few years I you know I spend time with them I have acquaintances um I used to try to date women but I'm tired of having sex with women as well Mm-hmm. Um, so that might is it complicate still, it. Is it the same emotional connection that you would have that would get on your nerves, or is it a whole different? Oh, yeah, then women were getting on my nerves for a while because they were too emotional and they talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I feel, I feel like life is just like um, a journey of growth, and maybe sometimes I was just a loner and in myself, um, and maybe now. Um, you know, just whoever comes around, you know, if, if there's things that we can do together, then, you know, I would be willing to invest in a friendship, whether it was a man or a woman, you know, but also life is busy, you know, Mm -hmm. being a a young professional in the city and, you know, so friendships are gifts, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and also though, I like to connect with strangers too, and I don't put down those relationships. So, you know, I feel like I can be very voracious with all types of relationships, just like all connections. Like, I like people. A lot of people say stuff like, oh, I hate people. Mm -hmm. I like people, but I also love my alone time and being Mm -hmm. by myself. Right. So, you know, I'll I'll get what I can take if it's quality and if the other person is open. It seems like, to me, from the main thing that I've noticed for you, from you in terms of a transformation really has been the amount of focus you tend to have. Mm. I think you have a lot more clarity um, and knowing about, or like some profundity about yourself in terms of like who you are as a person. Mm. I'm trying to say like... Yeah, and I, and I think too that's just about like also just being a human in the world, like because Noble, like overall like, like, like what is it that we're here to do? Open our hearts and connect to other people. Okay, that's your answer. Okay. <laughs> that's a nice thing. Well, sure. What, what is your answer? I don't know. It's such a big world. Oh. So okay. I just have different interests. I like to work out. I like to be healthy. I like to hike. I like to climb mountains. I like to dance at music festivals. Mm-hmm. I like to expand my mind. You know, like just everything good I'm interested in. I just like to be happy and healthy and free and you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I guess we're also figuring out what it is to be a human because that changes constantly, mm-hmm. you know, with, like, time. Yeah, just so. in terms of what's socially acceptable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, what, and what we can do based on what's going on with the government and with technology and, you know, because this is the first time that a woman is able to even not be married, you know? Back in the right. day, like, I couldn't have owned property, I couldn't have had a job um there would have been no birth control so i would have had to have kids like i would have i would have had to shut my damn mouth and cook for some man and and just be in the house Mm. and so like i feel like my generation is also given the opportunity to redefine what it is to be a woman Mm -hmm. and not be up under the church Mm -hmm. not be in a tribe in africa 
you know so it's you know it, it's kind of like you know we can create our lives and we have more colors to paint with right so that yeah. brings up an interesting interesting point because um one thing i tend to hear a lot on the internet when people talk about relationships and women and people who somebody like yourself you don't want to be married and you don't want children you know you're going to walk through life um you know single but then still having intimate connections right mm-hmm. like i know hear people that would say stuff like well what would you do what are you going to do when like in your retirement years right and i feel like i mean you probably make enough money with your job to where you're going to be able to save up and all that but like you think that's a problem that people need to think about or women need to think about no and i think that people try to scare people and shame people by asking questions like that Mm -hmm. um because i'm gonna get taken care of by the state and by my money and by my good health Mm -hmm. and there are plenty of people who have had children and they're but they still get stuck in a nursing home and are never visited you know um a lot of families are dysfunctional so it's like you trying to give birth to your friends is not necessarily a good idea it can actually cause a lot of trauma for everyone involved mm-hmm. and then like you that having a child is like the, winning the lottery too like you don't know what type of personality or what type of interest that person's gonna have it's a, that's a right. whole different human it's not a mini me right um so no I, I think that and it's also a very selfish thing for you to have kids being like oh now I'll have someone to take care of me or to keep me company so you you've created this living entity and like giving them a job and like like an know, obligation at birth yeah all these expectations mm-hmm. you know so so no and then also I do um admin the page I regret having children on Facebook. And so (laughs) basically all day, every day, not all day, every day, but Mm -hmm. like several times a week, I get stories from people who are like, yeah, you know, I drank the Kool-Aid and I tried to, you know, do the standard storyline of how life is supposed to go. And it has turned out horribly. Mm -hmm. And I hate these kids and these kids hate me. (laughs) And, And they're ruining my, they ruined my life. You wow, know? right. And These I are sh- people that are just being real honest about the fact that they kind of wish they didn't didn't do that. Yeah, like procreate. And and sometimes the stories that I get, people are like, this is more like I regret my spouse. So it's, you know, mm. it's the same thing with getting married too. Like, it's like put out there like that's like this goal. But a lot of people are like, yeah, no, this is, this is stressful. <laughs> and I get stories all the time where it's like, I wonder what it would have been like if I had just, just let it be me myself. Right. Just a bachelorette forever, right. a bachelor forever. Do you think that's people like are really thinking that, or is it like a grass is green on the other side? Like if they were really single, would they be wanting the other stuff? I think everybody is also always wondering what it's like to be the alternative of whatever they are, mm-hmm. because there are seven billion ways to be human, and but you got to do life as yourself. So you know, I feel like that's part of why people want to always self improve. Mm-hmm. you know and try to improve their conditions and you know um so yeah people are always going to be curious but but there are people who have done both sides so i feel like they can give you an honest answer there are people who have been married and are now single there are people who raise children but you know now they're empty nesters so they can tell you what both are like or maybe they didn't have their first kid till they were like 40 mm-hmm. so that you know they can be like yeah when you don't have kids it's like this and when you do it's like that Um, And then, too, I feel like you can just have a deep knowing of who you are and, like, how you like your day to flow and, like, you know, like, 
how close you like to be as far as interacting with people. I have lived with five different men or boyfriends and I didn't enjoy it not one time. So it's like, should I try that a couple more times, guys? You know, I just right. still, you know, get yeah. out of here. I don't like living with men. I don't like living with my family. I don't like living with roommates. None of that. I like living alone. People won't believe you though. They're like, oh, you're so resigned. Oh, you know, now you're having sour grapes. They don't, you know, so it's almost like, don't even try to convince people that you know yourself and that, you know, you're happy and, you know, you've chosen a a lesser travel path and you think it's very good and optimal. It's just be happy. Be happy being misunderstood and right. exactly. Right. I understand that. I think that's one of the reasons why I haven't had any children yet. Because I feel like when I do, um, if I end up doing that, I'll probably be in close to forty. And um, like I just really understand myself, you know, and I, I know why I want to have children. You know, what I'm saying or why I want to do that, and I'll be in a more financially secure place to where like I can do it, and it won't be. Um, It'll be a little bit easier, you know, so like from 40 to 60, you know, I can see myself, you know, giving my life to like help get them off the ground, get them out the house and whatnot, and then like, you know, going on from there, you know, and you were like, so did you always know, like, no, no kids, like, even from a little, as a little girl? I think I, I figured it out pretty early, yeah, um, I didn't know that it was an option until I became a little bit older and then I really an option to not have children yeah oh like so you felt like you were obligated like you had to grow up and do that yeah it seems like it's just kind of what everybody does you know mm. like you know you get married you have kids you have a job there's people out here who don't work jobs every time I find <laughs> out about that I'm like what you just right, right it's people who live off a of disability and stuff <laughs> who have disabled themselves it's like why don't you want a job and people who hate jobs yeah. You know, they're anti-work. They think it's unnatural. But I like working. So. Mm. Yeah, I, do, I like, yeah, kind of. You said kind of? It depends on what I'm doing. Like, okay. this is fun. I consider this, this could be work, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do like my comic book business I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like um, storytelling in that medium. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I like coaching people. I like helping women. But I don't consider that, even that stuff is technically, I think it would be considered work or it could be. I don't view it as work because of those are things I really love doing, you know. Mm. It's just part of my purpose on the planet, I think. Help mm-hmm. as many women as possible and to shift the paradigm in terms of like comic culture. Yeah. And you know, I listen to like a lot of motivational speeches, speak, speakers or whatever and life coaches. And a lot of them are like, yeah, man, you need a purpose or your life is going to be empty. I, I don't even feel like a person, I, for whatever reason, I've never felt like I needed a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel drawn to have a legacy at all. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody starts talking about legacy, that sounds so masculine to me. <laughs> Y'all can uh-huh. forget, just forget me. It's fine. Right. You know, like I just, I'm, I think I would be happy just to just enjoy Enjoy, Enjoy the life the that you live and yeah. the connections that you make along the way. Yeah. I feel like it's a blessing to be born on earth. I feel like this is a beautiful world. I feel like it's, I don't know, it's, it's just enjoyable. And I'm like, isn't that enough just to enjoy it? I can't see why it wouldn't be. That's, I think so. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's dope. Well, I think this has been a very good conversation. Um, I really enjoyed having you on. I hope we can do this again at some point. 
if Thank you're interested. You I'd so love to much. have you back. Sure, yeah. Because yeah, we have a lot of topics that we could, you know, still go into, but we were actually this one actually stayed on topic for the most part. Like I think we did a good job. And that's that's really saying a lot for me. Like, why are you <laughs> staying on topic? <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, Thank well. you, Aquarius, for not going <laughs> off on a tangent. We kept you focused. We get we did a good job. Right. Well, I appreciate the work that you do, and I think that it's awesome. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, listening to you know all the podcasts that you all that you put out, and continuing to follow your work. Well, thank you, baby. I appreciate that. I really do. Well, everyone, uh, thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Noble Relating Podcast, the the podcast of the New Paradigm. Uh, Check us out uh, next week for our next episode. Love y'all. Peace.